But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. So, it, yeah, Alter Ego, the, the Fox show where everybody, the, these people are too ugly to be on television, so they all look like the, the show reboot. The, the four hosts, or the four judges, rather. The, the, the host is actually a woman. I think her name is Roxy, but it's spelled R-O-C-S-I, which is ridiculous. Okay, yeah, I don't know who that is. Well, uh, no, her, she has a last name as well. She's not just a... Uh, she doesn't just have the one name, but I don't remember her last name. I was so distracted by the first. But the four judges, um, Will I Am, which makes perfect sense. He, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't done anything but like doesn't suck for right a right long you, time. like let's not get retarded you gotta pick the right people <laughs> you're allowed to say it because that's what you're just quote, the you're, song it's the, it's the song it's the lyrics you're allowed to say it if it's in the song one of my coworkers and that goes for everything that i haven't heard in a while where he said something he's like that's chick stuff man and it's like you know what? i have not heard a grown man say call something chick stuff in a while that's really just like Im- embittered boyfriend behavior right there. Yeah. <laughs> who else now, knows? Will I am. So Will I am, who you know from uh, holograms and and driving <laughs> a, a Batman villain car. Um, Alanis he Morissette. That, he lived in that one video, um, the ugly ass building in New York, right? Uh, uh, whatever park. 420 park, oh, 432 park, park uh, the, the one that's where all the residents are suing the developers for like 120 million dollars because the whole thing just like uh just like seeps sewage <laughs> oh, it's no okay. it's like At least it no they, they live in they live in a very tall version of our old apartment <laughs> for 100 million dollars didn't yeah, A-Rod yeah. There <laughs> there's too? just yeah a-rod and jennifer lopez used to live there and they have the same problems that we do it's all fucking uh black mold and rats in the walls <laughs> Except it's wow. also like it's the tallest building in the city. Yeah, it's and occasionally, like so and occasionally joyless. people take a picture of you on the toilet if you're out. Such Rodriguez. a joyless. All right, listeners, uh, welcome back to the Dismal Tide, by the way, and uh, you're welcome back to the Dismal Tide. Is going to be the sound of me searing the steak. Are we ready? Yep. Let's Hands hear that. Flipping hot. Here we go. Woo! It sort of dropped right out. You couldn't hear it. No. Well, I heard it at first, but then it sort of then it got quieter. I don't know. Well, you pick it up a little bit there. Yeah. It's coming through your AirPods. Anyway, Alanis yeah, Morissette. I do the AirPods today, unfortunately. Alanis Morissette. Who, is she still married to Ryan Reynolds? She's not, right? Uh, I don't know. I know you love this stuff. No way. Isn't uh isn't Ryan Reynolds married to um to to Blake Lively? Perhaps. And they have like one of those really annoying relationships where they like jokingly like shit talk each other on all sorts of What is media. your who is your least favorite celebrity couple? Because I have oh, mine. I'll, I'll actually without oh one. without question, Chris uh, uh Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Oh my god, that's exactly what mine is too. <laughs> it can't, it can't be anyone else. It can't be anyone else. They're awful. Their it's whole life re- is, it really sucks. Their whole life is for sale. Yeah. They they haven't done they, they haven't done anything as a couple that isn't for money. It's like, uh, I, I complained about like, uh, at, at Christmas, Patrick Mahomes and, and his wife, like pose, posing in front of the Christmas tree in Coors Light onesies and just like, <laughs> and, and like, that it's, it's, it's that sort of thing, but it's like, for them, it's just every single thing. And like, 
uh, Kristen Bell's like pretending to buy used cars from Enterprise or whatever it is. Like, they're just ridiculous shit. Um, Alanis, yeah, I really can't blame them for capitalism, but I can blame them for how they're using it because it's not well. It's really saddening. I had so, so much hope for Kristen Bell. Yeah, she, you know what? So around like two, yeah, around 2008, she was doing a lot of fun stuff. Oh, I was kidding. Well, she was a very she, nothing Kristen, Kristen Bell. She was doing to, uh, I mean, like, uh, uh, she, she was in some funny movies. She was in, forgetting Sarah Marshall was funny. She's funny in that. Um, are we watching Ted Lasso today? No, we're not watching Ted Lasso today. I'm still listeners. I'm trying to convince Mike. It's going to be a long haul, but I'm trying to get Mike to watch the, the pilot. What I we're going to do watch the pilot a minute at a time. What we're going to do is we're going to watch the PTI 20, uh, the 20th anniversary of PTI uh, 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 tribute, hour-long tribute episode. And I'm going to do running commentary and just say stuff that I remember from 2003. Oh, that's a nice sear on that steak. People love, people love it when I, when I half remember and I just, just go like, well, no, which the, what the thing, what was, uh, for a while it was uh it was red stripe and they were just sponsored by red stripe and that's when they had the guy and he would say like in the short stubby ugly bottle and like that was fun and people loved that and that but anyway the pti it felt like forever that they were sponsored by red stripe but like give it guinness for a while as well they also did guinness yeah this is interminable to me i hate this <laughs> you can hear me still right because i'm actively cooking in the bag yes Okay. Um, I don't think you're going to sound great in this episode. You sound, uh, you sound like you're in a, like a shoebox, but yeah. well, we have to whatever. sacrifice. We have to make My, the, the, the genuinely oh. extraordinary quality of my audio is, uh, uh, I was watching pro football talk with my dad a few weeks ago and, oh God here you said genuinely extraordinary quality of your audio and it took 30 seconds for that to get out <laughs> maybe we shouldn't brag about your good audio quality just I, no the audio the audio is good the internet's not the i was watching pro football talk with my dad and peter king was on and i just and i was screaming about how it is inexcusable that my audio on this show sounds better than peter king's <laughs> Uh, yes, he's a professional. Somebody should invest in, in him having a good microphone. Um, um, I'm on your side, by the way, on Jameis Winston. Everybody who blinded themselves after week one about Jameis Winston, they, they can't just keep getting away with this. Like, this sucks. Like, we had to do a full week of people convinced themselves. And you know what? I bet if you actually ask those people, none of them believed it. They didn't actually believe that. They just needed something to fucking say about the Saints. It sucks. We had five years of evidence of exactly the sort of player that Jameis Winston is or thereabout. I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly when he got drafted. And then because and then they came out and smoked the Packers, a team that spent the entire offseason just uh, not doing anything other than begging Aaron Rodgers to not leave. Right. Uh, uh, so like, perhaps, it's not even like Aaron Rodgers yeah. didn't even get like a training camp. Like that yeah, was his so, first game. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and I remember I, I did get proven wrong there and that, uh, my, I was using that as a way to, uh, uh, scream about how, if, if somebody wants out, you should let them leave. But apparently he didn't really want out that bad or he, perhaps he did and changed his mind, whatever. 
wasn't feasible for whatever reason. Uh, so as it turns out, leave. as it turns out, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are still pretty good. Uh, um, it turned out that Tom Brady called the Niners wide receiver coach when he was going on the market to say that he wanted to end his career in San Francisco, and Kyle Shanahan went, "That's ah, okay." Okay. And I don't know how I feel about that. I think I'd be annoyed, honestly, if I had to be a Brady fan. It would be nice to have him on your team, but like it's not it's not that simple. It's not. I think he belongs in Florida. I like that they've built this team of just uh like monsters. Of just a lot of like <laughs> the uh like all of the either just very annoying or actually evil guys like it's a common it's a it's a combination of both and it's just like all of them now we're making a pan sauce michael love a pan sauce we got a homemade beef broth in my new instant pot nice all right some diced shallot bit of garlic is that a cleaver there you're working with yeah Look at that. This is a nice knife. Uh, Careful with I, that. I watch like uh, plenty of cooking YouTube. Wait, and one that, of the better it, guys on cooking YouTube is uh, Kenji Lopez Alt. Oh, he's incredible. And he was just like, get these knives. They're like 50 bucks. They're not going to 40 bucks. And it's a great knife. He was actively, he was like using it as he was talking about it. So yeah, I got it. It's a great knife. Very heavy. Very nice to uh, do your dicing with. Well, I use too much beef broth, though. Got to cook that down. Got to reduce yeah. that. Anyway, uh, the third host, the third judge, of what? Of of alter ego. I'm just trying to make this good radio, you know. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. Time check, 9:25 <laughs> p.m. We're talking about alter ego on Fox. <laughs> alter ego. Uh, Jong uh, well, <laughs> he's busy with the mass Singer. He can do uh, both. He could. He this could've. is another NBC show, or is it Fox? Fox? I think it's Fox, right? And the um, I just love the idea that American Idol doesn't get any of anybody hard anymore. Well, no, it's like it's simple. just not good enough. It's too simple. Right. There's no. We they don't to... have a. They don't have a, a a bit like on the on the voice for the chair spins around. Right. And the How judges. Can I gamify this? Yeah. There's. There, it's not competitive among the judges and that. But um, Nick Lachey. Okay. Who again? Nick Lachey, he seems like, again, throughout time, right? Someone like Nick Lachey is the sort of person that would be judging a reality show. It's a game show. You are a game show host. And uh, so uh, Alanis hasn't really, hasn't like done anything like interesting with her career for like 20 years. I mean, she did a lot of very good stuff in the 90s but you know right. no i agree um will i am also she's doing what you should do if you get like popular like that yeah it's like just stop and, and enjoy yourself uh and the last of the uh judges grimes okay see now grimes i've never listened to grimes music her music's very good is it yeah it's that i think she gets a sort of pass on being annoying because she her music is actually quite good I would not have. Okay. Um, like I, I think she was criticized for a, a million different things over the past like two years, <laughs> correctly. 
but and now she's and like now 25 she's, right um ish perhaps slightly older than that but uh but okay. she's she's relatively young um but she, she also Jeff Bezos, right she also seems like someone who i can guarantee you the 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 venn diagram of people who watch fox singing shows and like who and who know who grimes is is very very small like that that that's that where those points touch is barely at all <laughs> uh i don't listen to any of those people's music except the black eyed peas you know i love the black eyed peas well uh the so so you know but like when you think about the the hosts or the the judges of like american idol um you know and it's the originally Simon Cal, whatever he was imported from from England, and his uh, thing is just being the rude guy, and he's like the industry insider sort of thing who just tells it like it is. But uh, Randy Jackson, again, a guy who like never necessarily famous in his own right, but like was in on a bunch of important things. Uh, you know, was uh, as far as like a you know session guy, musician, whatever. Um, but then like Paula Abdul, and like Paula Abdul again, like yeah, twenty years since she had done anything of note. Um, uh, and and that's how it sort of was forever. And now, people who are massively famous currently are now like Ariana Grande is one of the the voice judges now. Right, and Miley Cyrus did it before her. Yeah, and I think Gwen Stefani was still trying to be relevant when she was on there. I'm not sure that she has any hits in a while, but I don't know. She could. Gwen Stefani. Um, oh, didn't I think she did a song with? Is that Blake Shelton on that show as well? That's. I think she, she did a song with him. They're married. Well, and that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, uh, Gwen Stefani gave up on having uh, leading any sort of like life, uh, uh, like uh, being like punk in about like 1998. Which, by the way, Wasn't I guess that early, that, you think? it's the right time. Uh, <laughs> they're about. Um, when did uh, that? When did they put that oh. new wave album out? Was that about like 2003? Yeah, we, we were like, nice the people. hella good era, no doubt. Which actually, um, I'd probably I'd like to go back is, and re-listen re to that. I wonder if I'd change my opinion on it because I remember at the, the time going the like this. Song is that no doubt? No, that's that her went? solo work. That's around okay. the time that she started pretending to be Japanese for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was well. I don't remember it like that. Um, no, she was to the the Harajuku I believe Lovers you. tour. She was I in, believe into you. the Harajuku girls. Um, what else happened this week? Cowboys are three and one. Cowboys are good. You're looking vindicated every week. You should have, you should have never rescinded that bet. Well, I never should have rescinded the bet. Well, but I also, I, I, but it's a bet with yourself essentially. So what's it matter? Well, all right. I never rescind. I only rescinded whether or not I would get myself sent to prison over it. I never, I never, <laughs> I never said, I never uh, backed down on the the claim of the the record that they would finish with. At least I'm fairly well, certain. Well, remind Someone everybody, what did you say? Wrong. I said that the Dallas Cowboys would go 12-5. and five. Right. And I went through the schedule, and I I got them up to 12 wins pretty easily, and I had them losing to the Panthers. And they did not lose to the Panthers. I'll have you know. The Panthers are uh, actually good, though. Yeah, they're a good team. I mean, they're not, Darnold, not like good, good, but uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> it's so funny. 
that he's um, good. I, I was on the NFL subreddit and I saw someone call someone brought up his rushing touchdowns and someone called him uh Cam Lamarnold. Okay. And like and uh Liam has not been a fan of the puns that I've been making about quarterbacks. Um when and look, call it what it is. Um I uh I was I was pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with the um uh well, I'm, and I t- I text you a screenshot of me of the ha- of the the typed out tweet but not sent where I said I'm waiting for Mac Jones to do anything good to send this and I said they're calling him Dak Jones because he's such a good quarterback yeah and that yeah. didn't really take off that that um I'm gonna you sent it to me and I didn't get it for a minute. I, <laughs> It's like Dak Jones. This is my favorite joke now. <laughs> like they're called. It's. Um, again, I like par- the David Carr one. Uh, they call him David Carr because he throws the ball so fast. Yeah, you just drop the second. That that one works better in in print because you just take the second R off of his name. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And again, all of these are meant to be delivered as if you actually heard someone say this. No, people are calling him uh, David Carr now because he throws the ball so fast. Is what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> I can't sauce is going on here. This lighting does not flatter the steak. I'm sure it looks a lot better in person. It does. It yep. does. I have just about every light I can have on. On. Yeah. You know. I bought a bunch more lamps since you've been it's, around. Though. You got. Uh, no, the, the lighting in your apartment looks a lot better than uh, than it has in the past where you were just backlit. You just look like some sort of entity. Looking like a damn creature. And finally, Salt Bay. You're not doing uh, it right. You're not doing it off the elbow. What? How does he do it? He does it like, like this. Oh, I like thought it. it was like a tasteful sprinkle. No. Is that a man? Is Salt Bay a man? Yeah. You got to do the thing. Oh, I where... thought people just really like salt. No, you got to do the thing where you uh, you slice a piece of it off and and um, uh, put it into the, the the mouth of a woman who is uh, filming you on her phone. I prefer Salt Bane. <laughs> that that's a good that's a good restaurant concept. That's a good bit. <laughs> that's yeah. Your salting must be more severe. <laughs> Turning, Just do turning like your, three of ten, your steakhouse three out of into ten. a prison. <laughs> Everyone comes into your steakhouse and you blow all the bridges. Salpe rocks. He's he's stupid as shit. Um, he uh, his it, it's just like he hasn't put any thought into any of this. It's just the most obvious like um, gaudy like bullshit possible. Like there was that the the woman that got dragged uh, the other day uh, because she was just like it's a shame that some people will never get to experience this and like posted a guy just hacking the shit out of a um uh well call it well done medium medium well generously medium well steak that is that is covered in gold edible gold leaf. Oh. And 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 so and people are just like responding to her with screenshots of it from Amazon showing that edible gold leaf is like five ninety nine. 
not, not as much of a hurdle as we but but thought. everyone is yelling just like like he's he's cutting it wrong and you gotta cut it on you watched with your ex you watched uh a bunch of 90 day fiance right yes did you see any of the beyond the 90 days or before the 90 oh, days or whatever? I, 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 I definitely saw that. Um, when Do you know where uh, I'm building at? I forget her name, but she kept telling her Swedish like asshole boyfriend to cut the steak on a bias. Darcy. Darcy. And he just like got furious. Like he yeah. was just like, I want to make dinner for you. And she just couldn't get out of his hair for long enough. He, like I'm putting that he, he was wrong. They were both wrong, but she he was, was pro- in he that was, situation. He was like a little Dutch. more wrong. He was like Dutch or something. But actually, he had the funniest thing in the history of the show to me, which is when they were, went out to this restaurant and he and he pulled on a push door and then just went like, oh, babe, I'm sorry, they're closed. <laughs> and then she grabbed the door and just opened it. <laughs> he, 100, I, it was not a joke. <laughs> it was oh, he a, wasn't, it, or was no, he just trying not to go? I'm almost, I, I'm, I have to watch it back. And admittedly, like, uh, you know, uh, you're watching these things at like, you know, 10 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, been been drinking. But I as I remember this, it was not a joke. He he thought the restaurant was closed. God, that rules. They watched that for a while on um on Eat Chain, which was uh, which was a lot of fun. Fun it is a, genuinely every iteration of that show is great. It's it's amazing that they caught such lightning. Like well, ninety day. Well, it's ninety day. It's um, it's uh, it, it. There's just so much room for things to go wrong. I mean, like a, a lot, and you get just so much like tedious bullshit because these people that come over here. You know, not all of them are coming over. Like th- there are like the obvious, obvious green card scams, and those are very fun. Um, but then you also have people who are genuinely here, like to uh, to have a, a great relationship, and then but they're they're not citizens and they're not like married yet, so they can't like go anywhere or do anything. Like they don't have driver's licenses and they can't get and they don't have like work permits, <laughs> so yeah. they just have the. They just have to sort of sit around. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting everybody's name now, but the the one South African guy from a, a few seasons ago, when like he got like uprooted from South Africa, he he was just like there and was just in the bars and just going nuts with his friends, just screaming about rugby every single day, and then he moved to Connecticut. And like couldn't drive or work, <laughs> and it was just getting screamed at every day for drinking too much. And just like, what did you think was gonna happen? Oh, and then his fiance left, uh, not left him, but like, or but left him alone because she needed to like go to like uh, Saint Martin or something to like um, study like astrology and like um, uh, essential oils. It was like <laughs> it was like the dumbest possible reason. Like I have to go, I have to go to the Caribbean to learn how to become like a faith healer. Hang out with my mom for a while. Don't drink. <laughs> I always, I was always partial to Paul. 
Paul was the best guy. The the virgin from America who was marrying the pretty attractive Brazilian girl. And they're married. They have kids now. And uh, I just really enjoyed, uh, first of all, him wearing like condoms on his feet and hands was really good. Because uh, he was just trying to keep, just trying to keep them like disinfected or whatever. He was afraid of germs, so he was just like unwrapping condoms and putting them on his hands. And notably, like his his fiance, his soon to be fiance, like asked him about like his criminal past, in which like I think he'd been t- given like a cease and desist or like a not a cease and desist. What's the one they give you if you're a fucking stalker? Um. Either way, he got one of those and he was like trying to explain to her what happened. And she like confronted him about his criminal past. And he just ran into the jungle. He just like started sprinting through Brazil and she started chasing him. And when she finally catches him, he's on like the banks of this river. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they shout for a minute and she turns around and leaves. And as she's like walking back to where they were, these guys with machetes ride up to her on bicycles or motorcycles or something, and they fucking take all her shit. That, that, this I don't remember. This is Paul, Paul, the, the one married to uh, Karini. Yes. He, um, yeah, he, he seemed like an actual dirtbag. He seemed like a bad guy. He seemed like a problem. I think he like, was an he actual, like, like a, a I think he was an actual, like, abuser. But um, no, he he was also like maybe the maybe the most white trash guy uh, in the history of the show. Well, like he went there, he went to Brazil with so much American exceptionalism in his heart, and like so ready to look down on these people. But then when you like look at his life, he can't make. He's incapable of making thirty thousand dollars, and that's you know that's just effort. Just getting a job is making thirty thousand dollars, like a he year. He would constantly be meeting his mother in neutral locations to ask her for money. <laughs> yeah, and he was like living in like a like a shack in Alabama with his yeah, mother. He, and you like yeah, look at like how they're living in Brazil. And you go like, how is this that different? Than yeah, they, they would you're in America. Like the, yeah, they'd meet at like the aquarium supply store, and like he would ask his mom for like an extra like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> the aquarium supply stores. It was something stupid like that. <laughs> I thought he this, lived with his mom. Um, they did and, and then they were looking for their own place and they were looking at um, they were looking at like double wides and like they were looking at, at these trailers that were just like destroyed like <laughs> like the insulation was like coming down from it in the ceiling and they're just like you can't and and she correctly was saying like I can't bring a baby and like I can't we, we can't raise a baby in this place this place is it's going to get taken away by animals overrun by snakes and rats <laughs> but no uh, 90 day is, uh, is it's it's a fun show you do occasionally get ones that are just extraordinarily boring and for some reason they do they do occasionally go to the well a little too often with something specifically like um uh the 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 darcy and stacy stuff like that's just um, her sister, those, right? They, yeah, those have become like they, they became like the face of the network, and they're like the the two of the most over the top and desperate uh, people desperate is that the have way to ever ever been filmed. Yeah, like her, like pitching her clothing line immediately. It's like you didn't even been on this show for that long. How do they you had, no, they had that clothing line that was like named after their dead brother. 
but it was called House of Eleven because his birthday was on the eleventh. It's just a shit. It's just a shit name. Yeah, and like they uh, uh, got and like I I remember there there was one, yeah, there was one sort of like scene where like they discussed like their relationships like in front of his grave or something in a way that really fell in poor taste. Yeah, because it's all about them. They were Dar- so Darcy also recorded. You could you could drop it in uh, if you feel like it in the in in post. If you feel like it, I'm Did not, she have a song. She recorded like some divorce anthem. She got divorced and like recorded a song about about how she is single and empowered now. I'm putting that on now. Uh, you want to watch an Pre- episode of Gridiron Heights? Yeah, sure. Devil's preseason uh, off to a flyer. Uh, just lost 6-2 to the Rangers. All right. I'm going to put on preseason uh, Gridiron Heights first. From preseason hockey. Well, all right. And this is... Uh, I don't even fucking know what episode this is. Season 6, episode 3 of Gridiron Heights. Derek Carr attempts to find the mysterious taunter at large Gridiron Heights. At large. Sorry. <laughs> Gridiron Heights is the name of the show. What's up, Juju Bees? It's your boy at the QSC. Test your strength to schedule. Our schedule is mad strong, bro. Yeah, <laughs> analytics says that's a bad thing. I'm finding my footing. All right, that's enough. Andy's healthy. Ow. Whoa. Okay, so you notice these little fishies are in cover wood. Well, Peyton, I think. Eli, Peyton Manning is speaking. Hell yeah, I'm going to encounter so much space. Oh man! Oh, Taunton! Oh God! Disgusting! Damn PC culture! <laughs> Good Lord, man! That I, sucks. That the joke Listen sucks. Up, everyone. But the Morrow, name of that the, the name of the ride was genuinely giant. funny, which you can't be hear because it's only written down. But it just said Big Ben is playing himself out of the Hall of Fame. Taunting must be stopped. So we need someone who's not afraid to hunt for calls. Sir, I'll... I heard you all need a problem solved. But I finally won. Really? Come on, guys, I'm good at figuring things out now. Couldn't have been Julio. You only taunt if you could find the end zone. This is true, which brings me to the Panthers. People think I'm good enough to taunt? Sam, what were you doing near the ride? I had to leave the fun house because I wasn't used to having fun. And that's when I saw a figure. I swear, I saw a real person. <gasps> Why would anyone do this? Did they take out his ankles again? Worse, he's got a sprained heart. What is going on? Oh, this league, man. 
It's impressive to see a man feeding off his emotion. Yeah, I know you're having a moment, but I'm doing the detective thing this time. Very well. The taunter should strike next. There! Oh, Makes God, me sick to see players shit. speaking their minds. You can be good at f***ing both. No, I can. can't. My sources tell me the taunter is still on the wheel? Yeah, where'd Detective Eyeliner go? Come on, Derek. You are built to reach great heights. I know it's you. You broke my heart. How'd you know? Spider. To why? Banana. Hell yeah, it's me, man. Tom, real stupid, man. Football's supposed to be ready. I can't take you down. We have a good relationship now. Ah! Man, I love this kid, man. God dang Chargers, man! You know, this reminds me of a wild training camp story about Jim Ursay, a sea bass, and a bottle of tequila. Can everyone at the carnival please shut up? This man is trying to fish! Joining us is special guest Jay Culler. Jay, you like hunting and fishing? Yeah, I, uh... Oh, sorry, Jay! One of the fishes is making a run for it! Ugh. I can't keep saying that was bad even for them. That can't you know, be what I, I say every time I see one of these. But I it don't... is. The 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 Manning the Manning's impressions are not good, and I don't like them. I feel like it's too it. It's very lazy, and it's but it's not like I don't know. I don't. It, it's it sucks. It sucks bad. Uh. Well, Tegan uh, said, "Damn you for introducing me to this," because she finds them kind of funny now. I don't know. And, and I, I don't know what she's how? talking about. I don't know what she's talking how? about. Again, I, 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 I laughed hard at the, the Ben Roethlisberger slander. Um, I love, I, I, I do think that's a funny, I do think Ben Roethlisberger is playing himself out of the hall of fame is a, is a good joke. Um, but, um, but, but that was also, joke, it was, it was, that's, it was also just written down. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like, none of the rest of this hit again it just it all moves so fast and it's just it's it's completely unenjoyable do you remember um in the episode of community um when when pierce has all the pre-written jokes for when they're making fun of uh that one movie i told you on movie night i need to blow these punks out of the water yes and Troy just goes, and he's just like, oh, I'm just riffing. I'm just doing, uh, making jokes. And Troy just goes, but you're doing it at the speed of the incomparable Robin Williams. <laughs> it's just like, there's, there's no, like, if comedy is about timing, this has none. This, no. is, this is just a fire hose. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a blunt instrument. A hundred percent. It's, uh, oh, I want to stop watching these. We got to start watching something else. I can't keep doing this to, to everyone. I this one hurt because I forgot about it. I had been thinking about Gridiron Heights, so I just stuck it on. I don't even. Have, I get. I like I mean, it. Like, why I, even pick out the things I like? What's the point? What's the point of anything? You know what's really funny to me is that last year um, I decided that, like I didn't watch like the first nine weeks of the NFL, and then I started watching. I'm just like I'm back in. I'm fully back in. And, um, and so now I get, I get all the jokes now, but then they're still not funny. No, before I didn't know what was happening. I, I will say I like 
I like this the Justin Herbert voice. <sighs> Lazy. Hey, the Gruden voice the Gruden voice is not consistent enough to be fun. Uh, the Gruden voice is almost funny, and then it just like slips into like a boomhauer impression. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's yeah, it, it's again, if they had like more than like 45 minutes every week to make these, maybe they could be funny. Maybe if they let them do it for five minutes instead of 229, they wouldn't constantly be like stepping on the punchlines all the time. No, nope, because some of their jokes. episodes are five minutes. There's a few. Uh, which like brings up the interminable game of zones, which episodes are like nine, ten minutes. I don't know what's wrong with people. Like again, all I all what I fuck is wrong with you. Who who is this for? Us. It's us. It's our demographic. Well, we're the. It's not our demographic. Everything is like, made for our demographic. Eighteen no, to thirty-four I, year old men. Well. Oh shit! I'm about to. I'm, I'm about to cross it. Well, eighteen. Uh, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I think I think eighteen to forty nine is the is the big one that they look for. But uh, I'm about to, I'm getting close to aging out of that. We both are shit. Turning thirty four in December. I'm not. Oh, they gotta wait till I March. got months now. Yeah. I don't care. Once I turned like thirty, everything the next like I knew until you're like 37, 38, Every birthday is the same. It doesn't matter. I'm every birthday is the same. You know? It's getting slightly grayer every year, I suppose. I don't know. I'm falling apart. I, I mostly it's um it's it's because I've I've let myself believe that I am. Um I don't know. I start I, I've uh, I have therapy at 8 30 tomorrow morning, so we'll we'll uh we'll 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 see. Yeah, physical therapy, they're gonna fix your uh, shin splints. <laughs> Uh no well here's the thing you can't that the only thing that fixes that is time and that's the one thing I'm not willing to give <laughs> but um no the starting actual like uh, 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 a talk uh, therapy mm. how do you think that this will affect our podcast have you considered that you didn't want to run this by me once well uh we're still record we're recording the podcast it's 10 p.m. I have to be uh-huh. up at like 7:45. I mean, in the future, a healthy Mike Johnson. How does that affect this podcast? Not positively. I'll tell you that much. We need you toxic. I think I will remain toxic. Uh, I think I'll just make better decisions for myself. But like the things that I, uh, I, I think like, uh, I, what I don't intend to address is that I get too mad um, about uh, about <laughs> so these. So you things. don't intend to address that. No, it's all but like the it's it's like anxiety stuff is what I'm looking to correct. I don't okay. think that I like, like going into therapy with things. With, <laughs> this is an untouchable place. <laughs> well, OK, now, uh, the, well, that that's a, a me getting too mad uh, also is the that that's a, a that's a purely like alcohol related thing. With the the famous the the where me the most famous meltdown that I've had in a long long time is the first uh, Knicks playoff game, <laughs> and I was that was after that that was the the first time we went golfing uh, this summer, 
And so uh, we were we spent a long time in the sun. And then I came home and immediately uh, made a, like a pitcher of margaritas. And um, so by time, what, eight o'clock came around, I was in a bad way. Um, so uh, and I was extremely worked up about it and watching the Knicks uh, blow it um, uh, sent me into a tailspin. I thought, didn't they win a game in that series? Eventually, yes. I think they won game three. Okay. I just remember Spider-Man telling Trey Young to fuck off or whatever. That video outside Madison Square Garden is so funny. It's it's everyone is completely unhinged. Like everyone out there needs to be like uh like <laughs> needs to be like in a 72 hour like mental health hold. Like all everyone there is a danger. Take away to their belts. Every yeah, everyone there is a danger to themselves and others. But um, but that's a very funny video, and I'm certain Trey Young has seen it, and probably also thinks it's extremely funny. Although, like, probably also somewhat worried for his safety, because like one of those people, one of those people, it only would, takes one person. But that wouldn't worry one me. One of like, those people, nobody would do it. No, I think one of those guys would kill him if they could. Like all those people who are like, and if I ever see Carmelo in the street, oh boy, he's going to have a piece of my mind. How many times do you think somebody's laid into Carmelo when he lives in New York? Probably Carmelo's, not that often. Carmelo's big. Trey Young, Trey Young's big compared to most people, but like he's not like, he's not as big as Carmelo is. Yeah, uh, but it takes all, what, some Trae guts Trae Young's, to Trae step up. Trey Young like 6'1"? Six, six, six feet, 6'1". Six yeah, yeah. yeah uh, look, and he's an, uh, look, uh, he he's in the gym every day but i think um but like in a way that like you could like i don't think people just like step to carmelo anthony he's like six foot nine trey young could sure. beat up most people who say that they would beat up trey young yes yeah but not even close but i think but i think because he's of average height or slightly above average height i think people would be more willing to take their chances Uh, do you intend? Not me. I am not. I am not gonna. I'm. I don't want to fight Trey Young. No, I'm. Th- what? I'm 13 I years old. I want to fight Ben Simmons. Taller still. <laughs> Six ben foot Simmons. Ten. Six ben foot Simmons ten. could whoop. I most NBA players' asses. Frankly, he's 6'10", 6'11", and he does. He doesn't work on his jump shot, but he does work out a lot. There are probably some soccer players I could beat up. Um, there's very, there's no professional athletes that I could beat up. I'm too tiny. There, the, I think the, is what it is. There, there are oh, some maybe like, lady athletes. There are some like especially waifish soccer players. Are just like very so like I, 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 I would take. I can't guarantee I would win, but like I could fight like Mesodozel. Like I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't you... go into that like being so like, you know, in a way that like zero, zero NFL players like forget None, it. Yeah. Kickers. Not even kickers. I, no. Whoop Robbie Gold, Robbie Gold kicking, Robbie Gold dragging me down some stairs. <laughs> I could probably, <laughs> you know what? There's a there's like mixed curling teams, right? Yeah. And curling also yeah, guys are like in their shit 60s. out of a woman curler. I didn't mean well, the shit out of a woman curler, like a six-year-old man. Well, we could keep it the men. Keep it the men. No, no. 
This is 2021. I can beat the shit out of whoever I want. That's that's, that's what equality that's gen- means. Gender equality means that yeah, I can fight means. whoever I want, whenever I want. <laughs> I didn't see you have this problem when you were voting. Who? God, who's? Yeah, let me think here. Um, Are you still thinking of whose ass you could kick? Yeah. What What's pundit's sh- ass could you like? I I could whoop the shit out of Tony Tony Kornheiser. I'd fucking destroy that old man. Twenty because <laughs> Tony Kornheiser's seventy five years old. I fucking or thereabout. Him. No, well, you wouldn't I would, even know I'd who be, was on. I would like be fe- if, you, if you beat up Tony Kornheiser, I'd be fucking furious with you. I could whoop the shit out of him though. Charlie That's Daniel? not the po- he's seventy beat his ass. seventy three years old. Charlie, I Charlie Manuel. I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it if you beat up Charlie Manuel. That's fine. Oh my God! What former legends could you just like absolutely demolish now? Yeah, I could fucking. I'd take out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the knees. <laughs> Dave Dave Winfield <laughs> celebrating his seventieth birthday. Coming up from just behind an elbow him. to his temple. It's coming up behind him when your forearm across his throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pundits, pundits, probably a lot. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, you saw, snap did you Woody see, Page in half. Did you see the the picture of um, Israel Gutierrez? What picture? I know who he is. Google, Google, just Google his name and look at the first picture that comes up. Okay. It's him in a Batman shirt. No, the other one. Hmm. Are you, Nothing do you not stands out. The, oh, the Jack's picture? The him shirtless. When you, yeah. The oh my first, God. He's the first shreds. Google image result. Is uh, the second for mine, and it wasn't. I had to click images shredded, and I'm just like, You can't, you can't be a he's 44, and so good for him, but but like, you can't be um, you you can't be a sports writer and be in that sort of shape. I don't think it's appropriate. What do you want him to do? He's just just like a normal guy, he's got the the cut. He does. That, like, I'm not even. I'm not against him being in shape. I'm just saying, if like you can't Sounds be, a, like you are. You can't be a. I don't think. I don't think it's appropriate for a journalist to be in that sort of shape. How many relief pitchers do you think have abs? Not less many. Than, less than ten. <laughs> I would say almost no pitchers. Maybe. I mean, like I think, like somebody like Clayton Kershaw probably has like a six pack, like tall, slender. Syndergaard does. He's in very good shape, but it's probably it's he also barely plays baseball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's pitched two innings in two years. Jesus. He's got a lot of time on his hands. That's why he's got his book club. There's this inexplicable politics. It's because it's because <laughs> he's a dumb guy. He likes decency. He's he's a, a, a self-proclaimed Republican who is very serious about climate change and he's got his book club, but like he reads books about like uh, Navy SEALs talking about how, like how these war crimes teach you how to be like effective leaders. Oh, there's a baseball game. Who's winning? 
but no, I don't think there there's I don't think there's many pitchers in general who are like great athletes because you don't have to be. Just gotta be a good pitcher. Like, look at Ma- like Max Scherzer's face looks like a like a, a it just looks like a melted candle. <laughs> but you know what? Face like a slapped ass. Face like a slapped ass is one of my favorite expressions. But, <laughs> but there, he, yeah, you know what? He doesn't have to be a great athlete. Cause you know what? Cause he's got a master of fucking arm slot. He's got a great curveball. Locate pitches. channel is this game on that's i was talking about it at work today about how uh, i something that irks me about baseball is like the sort of like the classic baseball player body kyle schwarber it like i don't it, it just bothers me that guys that like look like that uh i think you're wrong and those are the best guys no. like i'm glad for the dh because there's going to be more like matt stairs types no i hate like i can't stand looking at luke voigt like i really i I, I I think you're wrong about him. I think they're it's charming and funny. No, I don't. I really, like David Wells, I'm, I'm really, bo- I'm really bothered by guys. Daniel who Vogelbach. Like a, I yeah th- yeah he looks like a fucking oil drum, <laughs> and it's annoying to me. <clears throat> no, those guys are. I, I I'm on the it's like a roll of, It's of like a gigantic room. roll of paper towels. <laughs> but they're professional athletes, man. They got something that we don't. Talent. Oh damn! They're not Roman, really athletes. Roman getting. <laughs> they they are athletes though. <clears throat> like they go to training camp. I could yeah, go to training camp. What do you think? How? Uh, what do you think? Uh, Daniel Vogelbach's like. What do you think he can run a ten k in? <laughs> Uh, I don't know how much. Give me a frame of reference. What do you What do you take a 10k in? Like 58 minutes, which is not okay. great. I think Daniel Vogelbach would do 57 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, yeah, perhaps. But he doesn't. He doesn't really. He's got to run what 90 times four feet at most if he's sprinting, and really, yeah. it's running 180 feet. Like really, it's the most he's doing is running this. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be able to like leg out a triple. Very few guys can. Like the the right, and even if he hit it into like triples alley in San Francisco or whatever, like those are stand up triples for the most part. And yeah. I think most third base coaches are not waving him to third, no matter no. what. No, no that's, need. No, that's fine for for you know Trey Turner whatever. But I'm st- sorry, stick ahead. with two. You're good. Two's enough. I, I, I forgot that we did a, we talked about that Chris Davis article a few years back. I was talking to my friend about that where I was, we were just like the worst hitter ever, ever, the worst hitter ever. And just like uh, the Phillies, I'm sorry, the, the Orioles could have signed Daniel Vogelbach to a five-year deal and it still would have been better than that. The worst hitter ever. I, um, you know, I say that, but I do also, um, I I like uh, um, offensive linemen a lot, but they're like hyper athletic fat guys, like yeah, uh, like Daniel Vogelbach compared to like a, a, any any offensive lineman. Like 
every baseball player could smoke and it wouldn't matter. Uh, I guess in like, yeah, I mean, most of the time you're just making like 12, 13 quick steps in the outfield. Like you're running for like 13. You have to, you could pl- do that as a pliability pli- matters. Like, I think like, you know, like uh, you, you have to be able to, I, I don't know that I, at even the, the shape that I'm in currently, because I'm just so stiff. I don't think I could feel the ground ball. Like on the run, uh, obviously, if it's a, like a slow roller, oh, I can. Uh, can you touch can, your toes? No. And I think you'd have trouble. I can't touch my toes either. I'm not trying to like shame you, but no. I used but, to be but a, like, it, but like, gymnast, and I can't. No, touch feel, my toes now. fielding fielding a ground ball on the run, like I could. I don't think I could do that. You could squat and grab one. Who anybody could, most could. Uh, all right. So I am looking. Because you've been playing so much Skyrim, yeah, I am looking at the derived attribute, uh, derived attributes on Skyrim, which isn't like your classic attributes, which are stamina, magic, and health. We got we go a little deeper into it. We got health regeneration and magic regeneration and stamina regeneration and speed. And I, what 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 are you? What would you favor the most if you were making your uh, if you had to make a Skyrim baseball player? I'll read them all for you. And you can tell me which one you think is the best all for, for, all for your imaginary. Like lock, lock picking, pickpocket, speech. Uh, these are one-handed, two-handed, light instead? armor, heavy armor. Should I find those instead? Because these are uh, health regeneration, magical regeneration, stamina regeneration, speed, inventory weight, carry weight, critical strike chance, melee damage, unarmed damage, mass, shout regeneration. Well, th- well things like critical strike, uh, uh, like you know that that makes sense for baseball but things like magic of regeneration not particularly because like you don't really need to be able to do it for in the um magica is steroids well mariana rivera had very high magica regeneration because (laughs) he could because he could because uh doing doing that for an inning at that high level like takes a lot of uh, a lot of focus that that required a, a lot of magica it did. But but generally speaking, uh, the, your your uh, your average position player, not so much, because like in the if say that if you're like in the with restoration or like you know if you're your one handed weapon you've got your you know uh, you've got your uh, ebony uh, war axe whatever, um, and then in your left hand you're uh, uh, you're you're restoring here, so you can restore your health while you run around. Uh, avoiding people who are swinging war hammers um but you need to hold it down and you actually need to like you know keep on recovering all that health um or keep on blasting flames at somebody electric whatever conjuring yeah but in baseball in baseball you don't have to do that uh that often it's just the one plate appearance you know and then you go back and you just go stand in right field for eight minutes nothing comes your way go you go sit down again yeah right you don't need big stamina regeneration for most players i mean sometimes the ball will find you but you know you need a lot of patrick mahomes has a lot of magicka his uh and his uh uh regeneration is fast although his rest but although it wasn't good enough because uh, restoration it failed him and he had that toe problem that uh, made him so ineffective. Um, 
in the Super Bowl. And I know they're missing two offensive linemen, but. Uh, whatever happened to Andy Reid? Did they ever say what happened to him? Dehydration. Really? Allegedly. Right. You, yeah, I mean, you assume a guy that size, that age, heart attack. Yeah, you'd think something, but uh, they they released him and he's he's back and he's he's back at it. Uh, I don't know. I I do. Um, I really like the idea of him sitting. Like, I don't like the. I do like Andy Reid, so I don't say this with like malice in my heart. But the idea of just like somebody sitting there, like sweating profusely and shaking, and going just like, you know what? I don't think I can do press today. I think I gotta go. I'm really sorry to everyone. Like, it's just like yeah. taking all the time to apologize instead of just going like. No, get me to the hospital. He was like, oh, guys, ah, I'm pale as a sheet. I'm really sorry. I'm shaking and emaciated. I'm so sorry. I can't. I can't I just, for, for all, like, the importance of, like, hydration and all that, there, I, re- I forget what team. Like, there was some college team that had, like, a urine color chart about, like, whether or not you're being a good teammate based on the color of your urine. I want to say it's, like, Auburn or something <laughs> had it. That's but, really good. It could be any. I remember college when I team. went to like. I, I'm just saying away. Auburn because I've only watched one entire college football game all year, and it was the Auburn game Saturday night. I'll have you know I have watched a lot of college football um, this year because, as I bring up every episode, my wonderful pirated cable affords me every single game in the world in any sport. So I, I watch pretty much if two top twenty five teams are facing off, I watch it. It's on while I'm playing like Rocket League or something. Football was, in the background. I was hollering about uh, about how that game was a bad advertisement for college football <laughs> because the first half did suck. Um, and I'm, and I'm, uh, the the Auburn game on Saturday. It was Auburn versus. I didn't watch this. Saturday. LSU. Auburn. Okay. It was Auburn LSU. Yeah, that was a close game, wasn't it? Um. Yeah, it was actually it's a very good game. And uh, Auburn Bonix. Um, Bonix. I. I don't think he looked like a good quarterback, but he was uh, a guy who got away with a lot of shit. He was just had he just he's just kid out there, huh, just having fun. Yeah, and Auburn also has the guy with the. Uh, they also have the the players with the uh, two best names in uh, in college football. Um, one being uh, Smoke Monday, and the other whose name I've forgotten, but I will find for you quickly. Smoke Monday is a really good name. That's. A- <laughs> It's a really good game. Uh, Smoke Smoke Monday and Tank Bigsby. Wow, and Tank, Tank Bigsby, Bigsby. Tank Bigsby is better. Isn't who who is it? Uh, uh, what what team does he play for? Isn't there a guy named Greedy Williams in the NFL now? Yes, I don't remember who he plays. That's for a though. he's a a DB. You can only be a DB and have. He a might name. be. A, I think he might be a Raven. But that like that's so good. Greedy Williams is a good name. Greedy Williams is a fantastic. I, the one I used to always think about when I was a kid was DeBrickishaw Ferguson. Yeah, I mean that's a ridiculous name, but that's not like yeah. a, a nickname. I, I don't know if Smoke Monday's actual like given name is Smoke, whereas DeBrickishaw Ferguson's name is Greedy Williams is a Brown. Oh, his name is Andreas Montrell Greedy Williams. A N D R A E Z. Andreas, whatever you say it. Andres, not I imagine. No. No, it's probably Andres. You're right. Your mom wouldn't name you greedy. But if you, you you get a lot of takeaways, that's a it's a good nickname. What did George Costanza want to name his kid? 
nine, seven? Seven, right? Seven, right? Because it was DiMaggio's number. No, DiMaggio's number five. Mickey Mantle's number seven. 11, maybe? No, 11 is... That's Stranger Things. Yeah, that's it. How many uh the how many of the retired Yankee uh Yankee numbers can can you name? They gotta they, they gotta bring them Seven, back. Seven, two, five. What can you name their, Jeter? Their... Jeter was two. Babe Ruth yeah. was what? Babe Ruth's three. Three and two, three. Garrick's uh, four. I think I think uh Mariano Rivera was fifty four, right? Oh come on. What was he again? 42. I don't, but you, he was grandfathered in. Love you. Oh, he was 42. You're right. You love numbers and aesthetics. Oh, yeah. We you, haven't, by the I way, I don't we, look we, at anyone's number. We haven't talked about at all the NFL new number thing. And I have, uh, like, this is if the, the if there is something, if we could do a, a, a very special episode of the Dismal Tide where I spend two hours talking about what players deserve their single digit numbers in the NFL, I would. A special two hour episode. Oh, I could go on forever about this. On a very special dismal time. Well, anyway, that's why the, you have your own show. The Yankee. <laughs> I do. Because <laughs> I, I, I. And you know what? The, the, and as I, I, as I said two weeks ago when we recorded our last episode, the thing about having your own show is that no one's making sure that you do it, so you don't do it that often. <laughs> have you not been I, doing it that often? No, I haven't done it in a month. But you have know you, what? No oh, one you noticed. haven't done it since I was on? No. Uh, who cares? Uh, I saw I saw it on my Spotify, and I saw that I, I just figured it was because I clicked play on my episode last, and my episode is still on top. No, I just have I just haven't done one, and it's because it's uh, I, I haven't felt especially motivated to do so. And you know what? Wait. It's uh, and what what am I going to force it for? What am I going to make some weak episode just for the sake of putting one out? No, I think you should have named it uh, purely aesthetic show or purely aesthetic football show, so you could do either football. Well, that's um, yeah. I'm gonna have my own NFL show. Um, well, that NFL is harder because like soccer, like the, the NFL, it's loosened up recently. Of course, like especially with the number thing and um, with the players can actually wear whatever like cleats they want. Um, before like oh, remember? it's loosened up. Somebody likes the taunting call suddenly. Oh, we're looser now. Mike likes it. But the taunting call that's that's a stricter thing. Yeah, I'm but do you remember when players players used to have their pregame shoes and then they had to like put on the regular shoes? Yeah, because they would get fined. And then like there was the whole like the like no fun league thing was like everybody said. But then you remember got, all that? Yeah, and that was fairly recent. That was like ten years ago. That Cal, uh, Cal, sooner, remember that was sooner than that. Calvin Johnson used to get fined because his socks were too low all the time or too high. Yeah. One or the uh, other. That shit was really stupid. That was that, that was all like deeply nanny state bullshit. Yeah, but by the, how come college players are like exclusively wear low socks? They don't have high I socks didn't in college. Notice. I never they, noticed. Much. These are the things that matter. Anyway, retired Yankee. I think Gary wore four. DiMaggio is five. Who's who's the goat Yankee? These are the things that matter, Mike. It's Mantle or DiMaggio, right? Oh, Babe Ruth or Garrett. Oh, no, I'm sorry. DiMaggio. It's DiMaggio. <laughs> it's DiMaggio. Oh, my God. We, we could have a two-hour episode on the, the Goat Yankee. Let's, yeah, let, let's, but for, but we, Mike and Brendan discussed the entire history of the New York Yankees from memory. 
two hours minimum. We'll be at the two hours minimum. Um, where we talk, yeah, we talk about the sort of like the the actual like Bronx Bombers era Yankees, the original Bronx Bombers era Yankees, and we just have no fucking clue what we're talking about and just make it up and just saying like no, and people are going nuts listening to it. Just, I I really. My great grandfather, who actually lived through it, just get it, like, well, he's deceased now, but lived lived to be ninety five, rolling over in his grave, hearing me here, furious with you, yeah, hearing hearing me talk about how much of a surly alcoholic Mickey Mantle was, even though he obviously was. That there's that one Mickey Mantle story that I that I heard where like some guy was telling it like a story, like he was being interviewed about it. And he's like, and I went up to him and I said, hey, like, Mr. Mantle, I'm, I'm named Mickey after you. And he goes, you know how many kids tell me that? Get out of here. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> on, kids. He rules. Mickey Mantle <laughs> rules. You know how many kids tell me that? <laughs> it's like, it's hard to call him like the drunkest guy. The, the the maybe the drunkest superstar in baseball history. Like I don't want to take anything away from like Rod Beck or whatever. Um, but David Wells again. Yeah, David Wells. Well, David Wells is like the sort of like Mantle. It was like a problem. David Wells seemed like a fun drunk. David Wells would just drink like a thirty pack of Miller Lite over the course of you know eighteen hours. I, he struck me as a big uh, rum and coke guy. Probably. David Wells, I would hang out with David Wells. I think David Wells was probably you have a great time with David Wells. He might have had to rein it in a little bit. It, it is now that he's probably like fifty. Yeah, no, he's too old to be drinking. Like I don't that, know. Me, me, just never me, me, you, and David Wells are renting a house in Key West. Brendan, Mike, and David Wells drank till two in the morning, and now they're at my moods. <laughs> <laughs> Getting shawarma. God, that was. Remember, uh, again, another example of when I got too high. So we, um, it was after that, uh, the Titus Andronica show, um, and uh, and we we smoked out across the street from Webster Hall, and um, we went to Mamoons, and I just saw, just what I believe was the sauce of some kind, and I was just pumping their hot sauce all over oh, my God. Uh, all over my shawarma. And Brian just going like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? And I'm just like, oh. I'm like, I don't really know where I am. <laughs> and, and it was all hot sauce. Hot. And I, I got sent, I got sent to hell. That, that, that I got <laughs> so fucked up off that hot sauce. It, it was in agony. That was bad. Um, I, the, when I was new to the city, Blal and I went to. Fuck, what is the, the lamb over rice place? The chain, oh. though. Halal guys. Halal guys. Halal guys, yeah. yeah. We went to Halal guys, and I got the hot sauce in mine. Their hot sauce is serious. Their hot sauce is really really serious. I, and I think that they let you, I think you put your own hot sauce on there. Yeah, they, they give like you. a normal helping of hot sauce on there, and yeah, I they get, eat it. Yeah, no, it's it's not like any sort of regular hot sauce. It's it's just super concentrated. It's fucked. Um. Anyway, and again, I've not looked. Um, I'm not sure who wore number one for the Yankees. Two was Jeter. Three was Ruth. Four was Gehrig. Five was DiMaggio. Joe Torre wore six. 
as manager. Um, I don't think managers should really be issued numbers. Doesn't really make sense. Well, now that you list out all the Yankees the numbers that are retired, like I kind of some credence to your theory of no number yeah. should be retired. It should be an honor. Seven was Mantle. Um, Yogi Berra wore eight. Maris wore nine. Ten. Phil Rizzuto? I don't know. After that, I don't really know. I think Reggie Jackson wore 44 for them, as he, I think he did for the A's. Um, yes, I, that, that rings true to me. Um, who uh, uh, Mariano Rivera wore 42. Um, and then after they retired at league wide for Jackie Robinson, he got grandfathered in. So they actually have a David so they Cone have, wore 33 or 22. Babe Ruth's number twice. Who did no, that? that was that was Wells's thing. Wells was a huge Babe Ruth guy because okay. he wore three when he pitched to the Red Sox. Um Cone, I can't tell you what number Paul O'Neill wore 21. I remember that. Okay. Uh what does your time say on your Zoom? Not time of day. How long have we been doing this on your side? Time is on the upper right-hand corner of the video. Uh, it, I, I don't think I have that turned on in my preferences. Well, okay, never mind. Uh, we're going to end the show. I was just... I, I didn't even get to talk, talk about NFL numbers. Oh, you're right. That's what you want to talk about. We started talking about the Yankees. Go ahead. Talk about NFL numbers. <laughs> I, I like to see how many retired numbers Yankee numbers I can name. Anyway, uh, again... Uh, we Dallas, to be. Take your time. Say what you will about the Dallas Cowboys, but the Dallas Cowboys get it absolutely right in that they don't retire numbers. Um, they just uh, cut uh, Jalen Smith, and he was wearing number nine. He also paid a lot of money to wear number nine because he wore 54 last year, and you have to like sort of buy out all the jerseys that are just sitting there, and like I think it's part of like the sort of like jersey like uh, assurance thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay to you gotta pay to have your number changed, um, because like all of Jalen Smith's number fifty four jerseys have been on sale on the NFL shop, and now all the number nine ones are going to be on sale too. <laughs> um, and fucking put Trevon Diggs number on there. That's all anybody wants. People want to buy Trevon Diggs jerseys. That's it. But he wears number seven. But Trevon Diggs has five interceptions in four games, and he has eight in his last nine going back to last season. He's allowed to wear number seven because number seven is a proper superstar number. It's Mickey Mantle's number, as we've just discussed. And Ronaldo. And Ronaldo. And um, Bobby Hoying. Dan Marino. Dan Marino wore 13. John Elway. He wore seven. I got there. Vic. It's a superstar's number. Michael, Michael right. Vic wore seven. That's right. He also wore, I think Vic wore two as a Steeler. I don't remember that. Well, Roethlisberger wore seven. Oh, yeah, the obvious problem. He was irrelevant by the time we got to the Pittsburgh, though. Wow. Well, Not his fault. Uh, well, in, I mean, in any I case, I, um, I, I believe that any, uh, I, I believe that players should be able to carry on a legacy at a team. And this is not like a cowboy specific thing. This is actually an idea born from, from being a soccer fan. Uh, and that like, there's a, like every club, like there's some teams retire numbers. Usually it's like, if a player dies, they retire it. 
sometimes if they were like truly great, um, you know, uh, AC Milan retired number three for Paolo Maldini, but like it's open if one I, of his kids I have a question want it. for you. I have a question for you about the process of that because, yeah. like, I mean, your soccer numbers, I mean, for you, and I know players all over the world don't ascribe to this, but on paper, one through 11, that's it. And every time, like, so there's only 11 numbers in baseball, in football, there are 99 numbers that are all in use. Yeah. And baseball specifically, like, I don't know. I we're going to, Oh, never mind. I can just use Derek Jeter. When Derek Jeter was a prospect, they didn't know he was going to be Derek Jeter. You know, you know what I mean? Like it actually is weird. It is weird. Like, I, all right. I, I, I know when he was coming out, they, maybe they, um, that I mean, they must to give him the number two jersey. I don't think they would have just given that to, but the, I don't know. But Brett Gardner wears 11, and like that's a that's still, uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good number. And like, yeah, Gardner, so like if you're he's like, been a good you, Yankee, but he's like a career 250 hitter, you know, he's so like I'm saying, should like uh, Glabar Torres. Should he have to prove it before he wears, say, yes. number three yes. or seven or whatever? He has to prove it and then go, like, you can wear three or seven if you'd like. Would you like to wear a Hall of Famer's number? Yes. That I, that I, I believe, like, you know, when the, when the Cowboys drafted Des Bryant or drafted CeeDee Lamb, you know, they gave them 88 on the, the idea that just like they're, they're a first round pick, like, you know, that right. they're supposed to be like the number one receiver. That they're they're putting their they're they're as a show of faith in them they're giving them the eighty eight jersey. Um, in soccer players change numbers all the time. It's not that weird. It's not like it was very weird when like Kobe switched from like eight to twenty four. Um, which by the way, gigantic downgrade. Um, huge. Yeah. Uh, single but, digit numbers are the way. What is your single digit number? What would you be? I'd be I, five. Uh, well, uh, I think, I think seven is seven is the most, uh, is the elite number. So you're just jumping right to seven. Seven is the one. Well, all right. Well, it's also like seven is, um, again, it like in a soccer context, it would depend on the position that I play. If, if I were, if, if I were a winger, if I were a winger, maybe if i were a striker no if i uh but but as a winger as a winger i want to wear seven or eleven um but if i were as as a defender it's it's got to be um you know right back is two left back is three those that uh, that's just how it is four five or six as a center back but i'm five foot nine i'm not playing center back um but also uh five or six like any of those numbers can also be like your deepest central midfielder, but it really depends on what country you're in. In in Argentina, the your defensive midfielder wears five, but in England, five is a, is a central defender's number. I just this is it's so funny. I'm like really thinking about this as like a personality quirk, and like it, how long it would take for you to explain this to someone you just met. It's just like where I've been at this for a half an hour now. Mike is now getting to the heart of what it really means to wear the number three. Ruining first dates. <laughs> just so, but but again, like uh, three is the left, gimmick. Three is the left back number, but not everywhere. Um, you know, Roberto Carlos didn't wear three. Uh, he wore three at Real Madrid, but in, with Brazil, he didn't. Just, and the same thing. So funny. Like, 
four, four you is talk about like Leonard Fournette. You're you talk about like Leonard Fournette. So like uh, on a date or something, and she's like, he's number seven. That's fucked up. He's not supposed to be number seven. I hate I, him. Fournette, I, I, he's a fine player, and I know that that's the number he wore in college. But that like, but seven, it just like, I I I do think seven is like the like seven seven and ten are the 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 two the two true like superstar numbers. I also think number one number one, I think um one is a good baseball number. Like in soccer, it can only be a goalie. If you're wearing if if you're if you're wearing number one anywhere else on the field, that's insane. Um, and I think that's that's true. Of, uh, Is that of, just your opinion, or do people actually? No, that's that? but no, that number one, that that's uh, that that's that that like that is a a goalie thing. Um, the only person who ever wore number one as an outfield player was Edgar Davids, who was a really good player in uh, uh, for for a long time. Um, but then he became the player manager of Barnsley. And he was and gave himself the number one and like insisted that all of his players like call him sir. It was like it was oh, it was putting on number one if you're a player manager. I'm like, okay with that. Psychotic. But that part is rough. The sir part is rough. I, I I have to look that up, but like I think I think I think that was part of it. <laughs> or, or it was like they could only refer to him as like boss or something like that. <laughs> but no, number one, number one, I think in um in both soccer and in hockey. But I think it's a good basketball number. Um, I I think um, it's a good baseball number if you're like a speed guy. Like I think number one is a good like center fielder. Uh, number, Ozzie Smith wore one right as like a. I don't know. He wasn't a center fielder. He was a shortstop, but he was a shortstop. But yeah, A Rod was three for a while, right? A Rod was three as a Mariner and I think on the Rangers as well. And then 13 when he went to the Yankees, because three was, of course, retired for Babe Ruth. Um, 13 right. is a solid number. We got to stop, stop talking about numbers. My my brain is starting to gloss over. Has I don't know. This is marijuana. This is um, this is the most important stuff. <laughs> anyway, not Jay, a word. To that. Anyway, Jalen Smith. Now that he's gone, I saw some guy on Twitter say like, "All right, great. Now retire nine. And he's like, "We don't do that." I get it with quarterbacks; it's a little harder. But, and I can see like maybe someone wants to wear their own number. But all right, let's say let's say Dak uh, Dak Prescott um, disappears at the end of the season. He won't obviously, and the Cowboys have to draft a quarterback. Um, and you know, maybe that guy comes in, he wears 13, something like that. Michael Gallup wears 13 right now, but whatever. Um, for sake of argument. And then after like a year or two, it becomes clear that like this guy is it. Like the, he's the he, franchise quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like basically having like the sort of season like where it's like Justin Herbert, where you look at him and just go, like, this guy's the future. Like he's like the next 10 years of this team is like it is is in his hands. And I think they can go to him and say, um, look, if you want it, the eight jersey is yours. You can wear Troy Aikman's jersey. Yeah, and see, like, there is something nice to that. There's a nice poetry to that. There's a bit of a romance angle. Like, I like that a lot. That is no, fun. that that's 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 how it is. And uh, with, with soccer, like that's like with like Manchester United, like the number seven, like is a huge deal. You know, um, you know Brian Robson and Eric Cantona wore that. Like Ronaldo initially, I think wore seventeen. 
And then like, uh, and yeah, and because, and Beckham, <laughs> I forgot the most obvious guy, David Beckham or seven. And, and then like Ronaldo, they were just like, look, you're, you deserve this. You can be a part of this legacy. You can carry this on and you can, you can be the, the Manchester United number seven. And like, there's like that, that's, it's a, it's a sign of a, it's a show of faith and a sign of respect. And it's an important like part of like carrying on the, the legacy and like the, the history of this team is tied up in this shirt. And, uh, and I think that's, that's great. And when I was talking to Dave and Navager about this and the, in the, uh, the, what became a football group text, uh, Navager just goes, I don't want anything. I want my number to be mine. No one else. And just like, that's how you end up wearing like number like 37. <laughs> I think Sean Alexander or uh, somebody, or, or uh, I think he wore 37. And I think he like gave, I think the reason he gave was like, cause nobody else did. And just like, yeah, but who, but yeah, for good reason. <laughs> yes. We know 39 <laughs> is a pretty terrible number as well. Yeah. Steven Jackson wore 39, right? He had, he had like four good years. I don't remember his number. I never do. Marshall Falk. I, I, Marshall Falk I like the running backs having numbers in the 20s and 30s. The single digit no running backs fuck me up. I don't mind the single digit. I don't mind the low teens wide receivers. I love that. Receivers in the teens and receivers in good. the 80s. But I don't want single digit receivers. No, I like it. I think you should be able to wear number one as a receiver. Like I'm the number one. One receiver. is actually okay for a receiver. Yeah. But all the other ones I don't like. The the, like the receivers the receivers listed numerically would be good like one through five makes it pretty obvious who like your best guy should cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh that makes me think about this old Jerry Rice story where like back in the the hey, back in college football he had a play where him and his his teammates switched jerseys <laughs> and he just like scored on an end around with another man's jersey on. It's like that's gotta be. Well, yeah, you're not allowed there. not allowed to do that. That's just that that's cheating, especially in it's football like where like a small advantage. It's uh, yeah, undrafted it's, wide receiver from old from Mississippi State or Jerry fucking Rice. Like it's a big chasm. That's a big gap. Well, that that's um well, yeah, especially in football where you get a helmet on, it's harder to recognize who's under there. Yeah. That's why they won't let him wear those tinted visors. Really? You can't wear tinted visors. Ladanian Tomlinson. No, used I know to, you can't. That's not that why. And that's not why. That was a joke. They're allowed to in the Pro Bowl. Did I just see Juan Soto at this Angels at this ad? Sorry, Dodgers Cardinals game cheering for Trey Turner. I don't mind him cheering for Trey Turner. They're friends. But like. Presumably, he's going to the Los Angeles Dodgers playoff game and sitting in the front row and like being pointed at. Like that's the thing. That's okay. He's not wearing like a Dodger hat, right? No, he's not. That'd he's be that. that, that that's that'd be too much. That's too much. No, he's but he's, al- he's allowed. Out. No, he's allowed to cheer for Trey Turner or their friends. Oh, that's not what I would. I, him being there is the weird part for me. I he guess. Never see, he's, he just got not his his season just ended like a week ago. You don't have better shit to do, man. His season did end a week ago, and he probably could just be at the bar. Um, but I uh, Juan Soto strikes me as someone who loves baseball, uh, and uh, as a guy who had, uh, um, no, nah, I, I I think it's fine. 
Yeah, this is uh, an opinion I'm definitely on an island on. Just weird to see you there. He might be the MVP this year. Him or Bryce, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, Juan Soto, like it's not it's not like it, not like Juan Soto is this sort of guy where just like he should be in the he should be in the cage right now. He should be in the, he should be yeah, <laughs> he's be watching doing tape. Fine. He's like, doing fine. Yeah, Juan Soto has nothing to prove. Nothing. He uh I think this is a particularly good year for your anti-award stance argument in baseball because I as I recall, every contender for the major awards are all on uh, teams that did not make the playoffs. Like the MVP in the National League is pretty much down to Soto, Riley, and uh, Harper. And Austin Riley made the playoffs on the Braves, but but that, I uh, well, all right, I I but while I'm against individual awards, I I also don't believe that you should have to make the playoffs in order to like when when A Rod won. But like MVP. every nominee in both leagues, that's a serious contender. Every single one didn't make the playoffs. It is weird. It's weird. I suppose. Yeah. I, I, the other I don't side know. Is Otani and uh, Otani and Guerrero. Yeah. But Otani is like, he's clearly the he's best guy. Right so, like, what's yeah. what's the argument? Like, that they didn't make the playoffs as a team sport. He needed eight other guys to also get hits every game, and they don't. They got one other guy who gets hits. The rest of them, not so much. And I think you know, the, the side is, is the same. It is. Is Otani less of a player because Max Stasi isn't like producing <laughs> yes. at like an elite level? Yes, it's not a championship mentality. You should be holding that guy accountable. You should be holding management accountable. <laughs> I'm doing my Stephen A. Smith. That's, Max, that's how Max, Max Stasi. Uh, uh, I've I've had him in Illinois for two years, and he just gets he just gets hurt all the time. He's just constantly on sixty day dial. By the way, oh. I actually saw like um. I, I because I watch only watch ESPN and don't watch Fox. I don't see the truly insane opinions. But now Michael Irvin has been coming on um, on first take, and after uh, on Monday morning he was talking about Nick Folk and about how he would have beat the shit out of Nick Folk for missing that field goal. And I'm like, this is a ridiculous opinion. Beat the shit. No, he said so, he was, we would that he would have that 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 yeah that he would have taken him outside and beaten him up, and he's like screaming about this and Stephen a is just like it sitting there just uh, again you're you're you you have an opinion that makes Stephen a smith just go like you're an idiot like the not even like in a performative way just sitting there just like this is stupid like what are you talking about like, <laughs> like not even having fun with it just going like this sucks fuck you man make me like, engage with this nick folk I, I I was talking about it on Monday on, on Twitter, just like the you got you stand around for three and a half hours, like you put you, kickers actually play less than a minute every game, and just like the 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 Patriots, if they truly wanted to win, had three and a half hours to build up a lead, and they didn't. And then they've had Nick Folk, a guy whose plant leg is injured, kick a fifty-six yard field goal his career long, which he did ten years ago. In the rain and the wind, come on. How's your uh, how's your plant leg doing? My plant my, leg's pretty good. My heel my hurts le- a little bit, but my plant uh, leg's no, good. my my plant leg is great. My left leg couldn't be healthier. My right leg, my I still have to wrap my calf every day, otherwise it falls up. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Not great. But you know what? I'm not sorry to report that now we're ending the show. That's fine. I think I'm running out of things to say. Good, excellent. <laughs>
I've been Brendan. That's been Mike. Salutations, everyone. Have a good night. The Deep Sports episode.